This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with the shit. Truly. Late nights, early Speak mornings. You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends, family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you, then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you, let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand, mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't got to be super smart and got to know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever yeah, it's it is. It's good if you want to be rich in that business, but yeah. you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm-hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. What's that? What are my wealth builders? It is your boy, David Bellard, one of the founders of Black Wealth Renaissance. Out here live at H Town with my brother Jalen. How you doing, dog? What's good with it, my brother? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm feeling black tastic, man. Hey, man, I love it. Black tastic. That's 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 that shit, man. Yeah, man. What's going? We just black, you know. We black. It's Black History Month. We black every day, and we living our lives. And I'm excited today, man. Yes, sir. Another I'm excited too. But before we get into it, I need everybody to please leave us a five star rating and review. Make sure you share this episode, and if this is your first time. Listening, get ready to be hit with some value and some gems. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all make sure y'all do that for us. It helps us grow the show and get the message to people who needs it. Um, and as Jalen was saying, y'all definitely gonna want to tap into this one because y'all we in Houston, and it wouldn't be right if we came down to Houston and didn't talk to some of the people in real estate out here that are doing amazing work. Uh, y'all know every time we come out here, we get to link with some dope people. Yeah, this is no different. Uh, this couple was referred to us by one of our people, uh, Miss Nikki Handy. If y'all hadn't listened to that episode, slap down the base and go back, listen to it, and come back. But, y'all, this is a, a power couple out here in Houston in the real estate market. Uh, they own their own development company called Park Street Homes. They've done hundreds of millions in construction and multi-millions in real estate sales. And they just really been doing the work and educating 
and helping couples as well get into the real estate space and teaching them about real estate and marriage through their podcast. So I just want to welcome Kevin and Aisha Shelton. How y'all doing? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like that black tastic. Yeah, man. We... I'm black tastic too. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are every day. I am black tastic. I love it. So Kevin, I'm black tastic. I'm good. <laughs> hey, man. I love you, man. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Come and join us out here. Um, so I know I gave a brief introduction, but if y'all can, please just introduce our audience to y'all. We do this all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, uh, co-hosts of the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, owners of Park Street Development and Park Street Homes, as well as the Aisha Shelton team, which is a real estate team. And we just kind of got together, fell in love, and fell into business. And now we are the Sheltons. I don't know if I fell in any of that. <laughs> we <laughs> always kill my introduction. <laughs> you, you have amazing introductions. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but no, we, I think our story really started, you, we both had real estate goals, aspirations, mm -hmm. dreams. Mm -hmm. And I think it was um, us coming together that made that what it is today. You yeah. know, the, the funny thing is, um, when I was working my career, I built for a long time just as an employee and I could never figure out ownership. So I went 10 years before I ever owned a house or, you know, did any of that. And I was building the entire time for other people and not really thinking about what was on the other side of that board. And it wasn't until she opened my eyes to ownership that it really kind of unlocked a lot of things for us. Mm. I think it's a lot compacted in y'all story, and I want to just get to some of it. So whenever you say you were building, were you general contracted? Or I worked for general contractors. Okay. And what was your specialty? Were you just doing, like, labor, or did you specialize in, like, sheetrocking or flooring? So construction management. My degree is actually in construction management. Mm. So since I was 12, I wanted to be a builder. Mm -hmm. So that's what I went to college for. That's all I've ever done in my adult life. So I had many jobs, but everything led up to what I do now. Uh, and for me, the highlight of my entire life was building, you know, being a director of construction, commercial development, stuff like that. So here I am in my 20s living my dream, right? Like running a team, building things, having the ability to really control my time from a construction standpoint, uh, but I didn't own anything. I didn't own a house, I lived in an apartment. Um, this is my second marriage, so, you know, what I learned along the way was you can have a career and the other sides of your life aren't necessarily together. Mm. Uh, and our relationship put that stuff together for me. So you come into play. Yep. How do you change everything for this man? Um, you know what? I like to call him a diamond in the rough for real because I met him and um, I knew that there was a lot of potential right, um, and that he was very capable. So I've dated somebody that there's a snake in the garage, I'm killing the snake, you know what I'm uh -huh. saying? And then I met this man who does, I don't know, everything. I don't know, you did everything. And I just really hadn't met men that that were men that were handy like that. That was And that was so weird to me. That was- I didn't understand that. Where are you know. from? I'm from here. Okay. Historic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand super. me not being like him. No. So she had a super side note story. Uh -oh. But when we dated, okay. she owned her own house. She bought her own house at 25. Mm -hmm. oh. So she had a deck in her backyard. 
and the deck was just raggedy. It was like Wait, falling off apart. level. Everything was like that. It wasn't a bad it deck. Was built well. It needed to be repainted. It needed to be repainted. Okay. It needed to be repaired. And our backyard just needed some love, right? So my father's side of the family is all landscapers by trade. Mm -hmm. So I grew up landscaping. So mm -hmm. one of our dates or whatever was, I redid her backyard. Mm -hmm. I painted the deck. I built a flower bed. I like completely. Now who y'all know do that? What a minute. What a had a like nice kickback. I hung lights. It was like whole nut. It was. And she was like, I ain't never met no guy to do this. Never. Was, never. Uh, nah. Uh, it was a rap from then. I mean, it was a rap when I first met him, but <laughs> yeah. I love it. So how long have y'all been married now? We've been married seven years in March <laughs> and together 10 years in August. Congratulations. That's dope. So it's been lightning fast. A hell of a ride. That's awesome. So you bought your first home at 25, Aisha. So yes. you were you already a realtor at the time or? No, 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 no. So I'll tell you, um, I was I was the book person, right? Okay. So the Robert Kiyosaki's, the all of the book, all the books that we talk about today are all of the things that I read. So I had all of the book knowledge. I had all of the it can be done. Um, I was also, after graduation, I got my first job at a bank in West University here in Houston, which is literally one of the, what is it? Give me most the affluent areas. Somewhere. One of the most affluent areas, definitely in Houston. Um, and I said one of. But so highest Houston. per capita income in, Texas? in the state. Okay, yeah. whatever. Wow. There's this really, they, they got a lot of money over there. Well, anyway, I was placing that branch. And that's where a lot of my financial knowledge came from. It's mm. amazing how forthcoming people are with information with people that they don't know. And so I had clients that would come in and make deposits on April 14th uh, on three different IRAs, one for my wife, one for the wife didn't work, but they maxed out their contributions for tax purposes. I had couples that come in after getting married with $70,000 from their family because they contribute to them purchasing their first house after they're married. I had children come in with their parents to divide up their money to put in their savings account. And they'd sit at my desk and have 20% for savings. And then they'd be saving for a special gift. And then they'd set some aside to give. I mean, it was just amazing to see these people manage and handle money in ways that I hadn't been exposed to. So it was at that point that I kind of recognized the power of wealth building and what that looks like. Cause from my peer view, that's, I just didn't see things like that. So I had all this book knowledge about what you can do, use other people. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. For the last 20 years, people have described the overnight as one of the most powerful experiences of their lives. Now is the perfect time for you to join us as people from all over the country come together to send a message of love and hope. Walk over 16 miles from dusk till dawn to raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention. 
see the landmarks of Washington, D.C. by moonlight, form lasting friendships, experience healing, and bring hope to those affected by suicide. Join us. Be a part of something extraordinary. June 3rd in Washington, D.C. Register today at TheOvernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's TheOvernight.org or 888-843-6837. People's money to buy real estate. Just all the stuff we hear about today. Well, I, I can't build nothing. I can't rehab nothing. And I didn't have very much money, but uh, this man did have a skill. And so when we came together, he shared what he could do. And I was like, we could do this and we can do that. And it just opened up this huge world of opportunity and possibility for us. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. The partnership, almost like whatever he showed you to work with the deck, it was like, oh, okay, this is like, we could do this on a whole grander scale. So can y'all, can we talk about what the partnership looked like when y'all first like realized, okay, let's see if we can go to bit in the business together with this. So the funny thing is, and this might sound real stupid, but she just had a life together and I didn't have my life together in that same way. Right. So for me, it was real easy to see somebody who was farther than me. Right. Mm-hmm. Or had, had done more than me and kind of get on that train. Right. Uh, so when we first started dating, we started dating in August. Within six months, she changed my whole life, right? I was still in college. I had been in college 10 years. I made decent money. I made, you know, 70-something grand a year. I just got my first apartment. I had it for two weeks. Here I am paying thirteen fifty a month in rent. I'm like, all right, man, I got it together. I'm making decent money. And I look at her. She made less money than me. She made fifty grand a year. She owned a house. Her mortgage was $700. So I'm doing something wrong. So the first thing I did was give her all my money. Like, here we go. You're the better one with the money. You should be managing the money. Mm. I literally moved in with her. I was like, paying this rent don't make sense. But all this was in within six months. She said, you need to go down to the dean's office and see what you need to do to graduate. God just had it that. Some rules changed, some different things happened. I graduated that December. I met her in August. Damn. I graduated that after December, 10 years of being after in 10 years of being in school. Instantly, I had a list of all the development companies I wanted to work for, right? So I knew as soon as I'd be able to get my degree, I'd go after all these jobs because I had 10 years of working experience. I had a child when I was 20. I've been working this entire time. So for me, I was like ready to go. I just had to get out of school. Immediately got a the best job that I wanted. They literally competed, different departments competed for me. My salary increased by 40 grand. So now, not only am I out of school, more money, better life, lower bills, all because I got with this lady. So it was a very easy decision for me to go, I want more of this, less of whatever I was doing before. Uh, So I kind of, you know, got down with the train. Um, There's power in partnership. There was a statistic that recently came out that said uh, single people have less, obviously have less buying power than, you know, married people, right? Mm -hmm. So if I got, if I make $50,000 by myself, what I can do with that $50,000 compared to if me, if I make 50,000 and this man makes 70,000, instantly my ability to grow and purchase property and grow a portfolio, my, the chances have gone up greatly. And so marriage really is 
when you find the right person, let me be very clear. Yeah, don't y'all go out here marrying anybody. <laughs> um, and don't get married just because you're trying to save money. That's no, not, no, that's no, a bad decision. No, 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 no. no. Um, it it has to be it has to be the right partner. Mm-hmm. And truly, what what I see in him, and this is this is kind of funny. I tell you this all the time. My friends be like, "Ooh, I couldn't do Kevin." But I look at their spouses and I'll be like, ooh, I couldn't be married to your spouse. You got to find the right one for you. Mm -hmm. And when you find the right one for you, it just, uh, the potential that can be unlocked between the two of y'all. I know ours is, I know our partnership is divine, right? Like, you've been favored in your life. Mm -hmm. And I've always been favored in my life. And so I'm like, okay, you got favor, I got favor. Damn, we got double favor. Yeah, we used to say that all the time, double favor. Because it literally... It multiplies. Yeah, it does. And when you lean to your strengths, and we tell couples this all the time, you don't have to have it all figured out. You need to do what you do best and let the other person do what they do best. And then you put those things together. Now, you still got to fill in the gaps, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's things that you might need. But if she good with money and I'm not good with money because I wasn't raised to be good with money, give her the money. So many people fight these battles trying to do things that they're not necessarily suited for. I'm good at executing. She don't execute. Mm -hmm. So you give me the plan, I'm gonna run the ball. Like that's what I do all day. So for me, I always say, and I tell people all the time, she's the brains and I'm the builder. Mm. It's real easy. She give me the play, I run it. And there's no, we're, we're both in charge of where we want our life to go, right? So our life, our life is built off of my actions and her thoughts, right? Her dreams are the reason why, you know, we, envisioned all the things that we're able to do now and then the work that you know we both put in but specifically the execution piece of that is my responsibility so i'm the one to bring it forth so she said hey we can use other people's money to buy real estate here's all the books you need to read to do that i read the books put it into play here we are later five million dollars worth of private invested capital done a bunch of real estate hmm Uh, the the story is so beautiful and I think it even speaks to being equally yoked because you guys both, once again, y'all wanted it and each person had the different ability. I also think it goes deeper than what a lot of people are putting on social media right now. Like, right, people are arguing about the most silliest bullshit. Who going half of it up? But you just stated like, yo, I don't care. If I got 50, he got 70. Now we're combined. We because we were married on paper, yeah. they're going to combine this. Yeah. But this also gives us the opportunity to say, okay, now instead of looking like on paper, I'm just making 50, now I make it like 120 mm-hmm. on paper. Now the bank is saying, okay, you can afford this bigger home or you can afford this larger, you know, loan that you can do. But then I also like the part where you, y'all allow each other to operate within what y'all are doing great right a lot of times again on social media oh the man needs to do this the man needs the one no do what you do great me personally my relationship, i like to clean yeah. i'm the clean person i'm gonna go clean my house i wanted to make sure that it's neat i like to organize it i like to make sure that it's cool that's just the way i was raised though i'm the oldest of my mom's five kids yeah. so i had to be the person to clean up yeah so just understanding what you do well and operating in that it can take you so much further and i'm glad that y'all shared that and i love how it blossomed out for y'all i mean to be clear there was definitely friction before we got to this point, right? Because it's like a woman's supposed to clean, a woman's supposed to, Kevin is a better cook than me. 
Kevin is a better cook than me. Kevin cares about things that that I don't particularly care about. And so if it's he's meticulous, he's much more meticulous than I am. And so, yeah, that makes sense for us. But we did have a struggle. It was like, you a woman, you're supposed to do that. And I'm like, I ain't never really clean up around Look, my that's house. That's the funniest thing about it is she is very clear of what she ain't going to no. do. Right? So the challenge that I gave her that she's always lived up to is this. If you're not willing to do it, surround me with the resources for it to get done. Mm. And she's really good at that. So she ain't cooking or cleaning, but we got meal prep to come in the house every Sunday. We got a cleaning service that comes to our house every two weeks. We were, as you know, our family grew and we had children. I'm like, look, man, I'm getting off work every day. I'm picking up these kids or whatever. She's like, boom, I, we're going to get a nanny. We got a nanny. And what that does is free me up to be able to go and do what I do well, which is build the business and build. So she's like, okay, I want you to have the freedom to do what you enjoy doing and not be bogged down with these things that it don't necessarily have to be one of us doing those mm -hmm. supportive role tasks, right? Because we make our money doing real estate. We make our money, you know, actually enacting the things that we dream about. So she said, okay, well, let me surround you with the resources. So the nanny pick up the kids and we'll be home and we'll have a much better experience than I picked up the kids, I'm frustrated, I'm still trying to work, I'm on calls, I'm driving by job sites as I'm trying to pick up. It was long days. So now we both at the office until, you know, dinner time or whatever, and we go home and we greet our family together. And we get to do that together and walk out that life together every day. But there's this whole notion of like a power couple and Kevin and I do. We we both equally work, mm -hmm. but a power couple could very well be one spouse is at home, making sure that the kids eight are fed, take them to extracurricular activities, plan the vacations so that the other partner can go and do the work that he does or she does to make the family whole. Mm -hmm. Right. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm a power woman. I'm a power woman and he's a power man and we together. It could be, does your partnership work for what you exactly. guys envision? Ain't no rules to that. Nah. Right. And people get caught up in what they feel like a man should do or a woman should do. And the goal is, what do you want your life to look like? Yeah. That's it. And then how do you surround yourself with the resources to make that possible? And that's really what our relationship has been for us is allowed us the ability to maximize our gifts so we can live our life. And even real estate for us has been a vehicle for us to maximize our wealth building, maximize our income, free us from our jobs and give us opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't have. But it started with that base partnership. It unlocked everything else that layers on top of it. Well, that's, that's, that's good. So I want to get into the first deal yeah. of, of, of y'all together. What does this mobile phone companies say they offer home Internet? But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. 
Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Look like, are we building something from the ground up? Are you guys purchasing and rehabbing? What did that look like? So the crazy part about it is we we went down the, you know, kind of internet real estate worm, which the internet wasn't popping like that, I guess, at the time. It was really like bigger re- pockets, bigger pockets yeah. rear groups. So she said, um, hey, man, I found this great podcast, Bigger Pockets, whatever. And this is when we started educating ourselves. So we spent two years educating ourselves in real estate before we ever invested a dollar because there were a lot of things that had to happen in that time. So we got together in August 2014. We didn't buy our first deal till December 2017. Hmm. Uh, No, 2016. 2016. And the reason why is we spent all that time educating ourselves on how to do real estate, like what it is, right? And then there were some things we had to take care of. We had to get married. We had to, you know, buy a house, do all these other things. But what it unlocked for us is the ability to do that first deal. So she owned her first house at 25. Mm-hmm. We used that house, the equity she had in that house, right, to take a HELOC on it. But we did several things at the same time because I'm a planner, right? So once she give me the gas and say, hey, let's do X, Y, Z, I'm putting together the plan mm-hmm. in my mind. So we started building a new house under my FHA loan. Before we got married. Before we got married. So that we can have two FHA That's loans. such a big gem right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like if, once y'all marry, right? Y'all can only have one FHA loan. They change the rules. You should. I think you can. Conventional. You can do a convention. You can do a conventional without your spouse on it. No, no, no. Don't look it up. Okay. Okay. But (laughs) anyway, at the time, that was the rule. Yeah. So we did FHA loan under me. She had an FHA loan under her first house. We took a HELOC while we were still living in that house, created $50,000 in equity in a, a, you know, HELOC. Took that HELOC, bought an auction home. So in the same time we did this, closed on our new house, put a renter in our existing house, and bought our first flip at the same time. So it was a lot because we had also just had a baby, right? So at the same time we did all this, moved in our new house, renovated, put the tenant in, started the renovation. Midway in that first flip, we bought our next deal. So y'all didn't just dip a turtle in. Y'all went headlong once y'all got it. Well, y'all took two years of time. We also had 10 years of prior experience, too. So the projects were never my construction is my gift. That's what I wanted to do since Mm -hmm. I was 12. So I ain't afraid of no project. I was doing the first project myself. But also when you get the gas, like when you like, oh, wait, that was kind of easy. It gets easier and easier. And not that it's easy because it's far from easy. I think once you figure stuff out, once you figure something out, you go, wait, I could do that again Mm -hmm. like that easily, especially when you have two W-2s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bank finance. Miss it. I mean, I miss it. We are entrepreneurs and we work for our business and we're in our business. But it's it's such a different world when we had biweekly incomes and we went to the bank to get finance. They're like, oh, yeah, I like the way that look. Here's some more money. Here's some more money. Here's some more money. Now we entrepreneurs. It look a lot different than that. Versus the the taking your bank statement. If we could do, not that if we could do it all over again, because we are where we are, because that was the path that God had for us, right? But anybody that comes up to me like, man, we want to quit our jobs and do what y'all doing. I'm like, it's the ghetto, don't do it. Like, seriously, somebody keep a job or maybe y'all both keep y'all jobs, but let's talk about how y'all can do the same thing that we're doing better. Especially for couples, because that's one thing couples really don't get is maximize your income and then maximize your investments while you hold on to that income, right? A lot of people think 
entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship sounds real sexy, but the reality of the situation is there's a lot of limitations you have to go around and mm -hmm. people don't get that. Mm -hmm. So coming into the space of somebody got a job, makes bank financing easier, makes when you got to buy them braces or buy the cars or all the stuff that comes with a family much easier. And then you have somebody who is igniting that wealth building journey. They might be a real estate agent or an appraiser or an investor or figuring out how you can kind of make those jumps to the next level, mm -hmm. but the household is staying stable. We quit our jobs at the same time, and it was definitely ghetto. The ghetto. Very hard to do. <laughs> it was the ghetto. But we also yeah. have a particular skill set with me building and us starting a company that that became our job. Mm -hmm. So why why was it ghetto for y'all quitting at the same time? What what was the what was the first hurdle y'all had to realize crossover that y'all realized? Oh, this is the ghetto. Cash flow. Yeah when there's no new cash flow coming in the house, you're 100% accountable for every single dollar that come in your house, right? So if you don't make no money this month, your house ain't got no money this month because there ain't no check coming by. Well, and, and you know, we, we're planners, right? So there are projections that are made, but if those projections don't pan out the way you see it, we were flipping, we were fixing flippers. If anybody's fixing flip, everybody like it, it sounds sexy. Everybody Everybody thinks they're making a big bag at the end. And sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. And if that's your the income that you're dependent upon, mm -hmm. I mean, we've had some hard we had some hard times when we were trying to figure that out. But the internet told us all we had to do was this, this, and this, yeah. and then we do it and it didn't quite pan out that way. And I mean, we had to live with that and figure out how to how to get through that. But it definitely made our marriage stronger. It made our business stronger and it made us better people. Like we're better business people because of the times where it was hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when when did y'all quit y'all jobs? Was it after buying that first property on the HELOC or so was it after the first time? So it was basically we bought that first property mm -hmm. and that really started the train, but we were both still working. So the hard part for me was I'm managing projects and I was also managing projects out of state across mm -hmm. the country. So I was building everywhere from Louisiana all the way up to California. So I'd be gone four days a week. Yeah. And I'd get off a plane and go hang ceiling fans at a house till one, two in the morning. And that really wasn't working. So we got to a crossroads where it was like, we have this opportunity in front of us where we built this business. We have these rentals, we have these things. But if we can't dedicate the time to it, we can't maximize it. Right. So we had three three hour meetings with our CPA and he was like, y'all should quit y'all jobs. And I was like, ah. now mind you, we were making decent amounts of money, you know, multiple six figures. And it did not sound very sexy to me. I, I needed to be convinced. Uh, but the problem is with me being tied to the execution is I'm the one running the day to day. So, and she wasn't even licensed at the time. She was getting licensed at the time. Um, so like we did with the first project, we did several things all at once. She got licensed. The second she got licensed, she quit her job. I quit my job so that I could dedicate the time because we had a staff, but I needed to manage those people. I needed to be there. Really nurtures them and help mm -hmm. them grow. And I fell into real estate agency because I made what, 50,000, 50 something thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And that first year we started investing, when we did our taxes, we saw how much we paid you our paid realtor. Our realtor 60 grand. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> so it did make sense. So you paid your realtor more than you I were making a year. I realtor so more than what I was making, making in a year. So then it was like, well, you need to get your license. And I did, and it's been up from there. It has, because that's, cause now y'all keeping what, 3% in house each yeah. time? 
and we're buying and selling. So, so you make 3% on the value, you don't have to pay it. I'm buying. The seller's paying now. Right. So right. we buying parcels of land, we're buying existing homes. That's just money being lost. So all it did was we kept doing what we were doing. Now she just got paid what she was being paid at a job to do. Plus more. Mm-hmm. Way, 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 way more. So the crazy part about that is 2019 was the year that we quit our jobs and it was the best worst year because the beginning of the year was beautiful. We quit our jobs in like May, it was like amazing. And then the second part of the year coming. So we audited our business and what we recognized is we had four projects that we had signed contracts on, but their appraisals came in short. And this is kind of the, and y'all probably done an episode on gentrifying areas and, and kind of the, the hassles with that, right? You don't get the values in a lot of the urban areas. We actually did do it. So we saw $300,000 in deals that had contracts on it. Contract for 220, sell it for 160. Damn. Stuff like that, times multiple. In 2019, we bought 32 properties. We bought a portfolio in Beaumont. We did a bunch of stuff. We were kind of doing everything. We had two Airbnbs. We had regular rentals. We were buying. We started new construction. We were doing everything. We bought the seven streams of income yeah. fallacy. Uh, so it's, it's, we, we sipped from the juices, man. It's, it is, <laughs> it was, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not real, y'all. Like, and it is real. It's not that it's not real. It's finding those seven streams within the business that you're doing. Exactly. It, people, that's what people don't understand. It's seven streams within one vehicle. It's a jack of all trades and a master of none. If yeah. you spent the same amount of time in your doing seven or thing. three businesses maximizing in this one business that you have, imagine how much better you could be, yep. right? So you figuring out Airbnbs and how to fix and flip and how to be a real estate agent and how to do, sure, you can you make a lot of, hours that's what day. I'm saying. Sure, you can make a lot of money doing those things, but also imagine how much money you can make if you were just laser focused on doing just that. If I was just the Airbnb guy, <laughs> chances are I'd be, 10 times better the Airbnb guy than the guy that's the Airbnb. I also, I find apartments with people yep. and I do six other things in real estate. Yeah. There was a point where we had like four businesses on our business card. Yeah. It was like stupid. We were like, what do we put on our business <laughs> like, card? It was so hard to, but what we did is we ultimately had to pivot from all of that. We had to completely reset our company. We, yeah. Started, yeah, let, we, let, we let, had to let go of staff and everything. Hey, so, okay, yeah, what does that look like, restructuring from having multiple to focusing on one, and which one did y'all focus on? You so, ever, Look, you ever heard of a control burn? It was, <laughs> we basically had to sell off everything, except for our core rentals, we sold off everything. Um, so when we started, when we first started investing, I had a, a board on my wall, in our bedroom wall was nothing but whiteboards and stuff, and I had 60 doors, and... I was like, okay, I'm on the path to 60 doors because 60 doors equals $19,000 a month in passive income, but $200 a door, I had this whole like calculus. So we owned 30 doors. But what we realized in owning 30 doors, A, 30 doors, bunch of doors. In single family homes, it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of tax I mean, statements. 30 taxes. I mean, what's good, my wealthy people? Are you a small business owner looking for funding to grow and expand your operations? Are you tired of all the business credit gurus promising big results and then under delivery here at black wealth renaissance we understand the unique challenges black business owners face when it comes to securing funding and that's why we're excited to announce our partnership 
with You Leverage Capital to provide comprehensive funding solutions to Black business owners. Our team of experts at the Business Credit Suite have the knowledge and experience to help you find the right funding options for your business. With the Business Credit Suite, you'll get access to a powerful software that walks you through the process step-by-step to guarantee that you're going to get the funding options that are best for your business. And on top of that, you're gonna have a team of dedicated agents to give personalized advice to you to help you grow your business. Visit blackwealthrenaissance.com slash funding today and take the first step in securing the funding that you need to grow your business and succeed as a black business owner. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. There were folks breaking in our property. Two boys broke into one of our houses, set up power, set up a table, start serving crack. We had to like what? do a sting. It was what? It was... <laughs> So many moving parts. It was too much to do. So we packaged everything up and we started selling it. We sold land, we sold houses, we sold multifamilies. We had a lot of things that we just had to get off our plate. We also had to restructure everything from a private investment standpoint to make sure all of our investors made money, were all good. Mm -hmm. We literally had to burn the house down. We let go of staff. My sister was our operations uh, manager at the time. I had to fire my sister. I cried. Man, it was it was hard. Yeah, we but just we said had that to do. We burned everything down and we picked a lane. And so now we do just new construction. New construction because and my real estate was sales. Always building. Yeah. And her being the agent, you can sell the home. Exactly. Yeah. So her being an agent is actually a saving grace. It's how we survived during that time because she was still transacting real estate, and because we were selling everything. She got paid on the sale. Mm. And because we were still in the space, so many deals just came naturally from people knowing, hey, y'all in real estate. Her first year, she did almost $3 million just from being in the space, just from buying and selling. Her next year, she did $5 million. And it just built up from there. So that was our kind of light bulb moment to go, okay, we just need to do what we do well. I'm a builder. Taking y'all gifts and talents and maximizing. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So now when people ask, it's like, oh, man, do you do a little bit? Nope. No. I just built. Do y'all do commercial? No. Nope. And you- I spent 12 years doing commercial. But you got to focus on something. Mm. Right? So even when opportunities come our way now, I said, until we've maximized this opportunity, she actually gave me a challenge. Because we got people coming from Dallas and Austin. Like, oh, do you want to build a house here? That 
she told me very early when we pivoted our business, she said, until you maximize Houston, you can't build nowhere else. Because we did that already. I'm going to get 100 homes a year here before I build another. We did that already, right? We were we were like we were like mice, right? It's like, oh, that's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. I can do this. I can do that. I can do every opportunity ain't for you. No. Just because you can does not mean you should. Yeah. That's good. That's some good shit right there. Y'all potting. I want to ask y'all. I want to ask y'all about the maintaining a marriage while working a business mm-hmm. together. Cause I think that's something that's very um, pivotal. I think a lot of people they hear about the idea of being in business with their partner and it sounds good, but then they also think about the bad. So can we talk through like some ways that y'all have been maintaining this through this 10 year relationship? Yeah. So we had to learn this over time because it wasn't this um, seamless before, but pick a lane. So he talked about, you know, where what's your level of expertise, what's your lane, and once you pick that lane, that's yours, right? So if there needs to be an ultimate decision that's made, because we're a partnership, it's only two of us, nobody can split the baby on what we should do. If it's in your lane, then you have the ultimate decision. I weigh in, I give my thoughts, but ultimately you make the decision. I'm in sales. So when he wants to list something that I think is entirely too high, ultimately I get to make the decision because I'm the one who works in this industry like this. Same thing for the homes and the development part. I I have an opinion, but ultimately whatever he thinks is best is the way that we go. And if I were to advise any couple, like do your strength, whatever your strength is, that's where you stand. Before, oh, I was trying to sell him. <laughs> she was trying to build him. Listen, and it was it was it was he. We so. when you're at when you're in business together at home and business are the same thing. So if we ain't happy in business, you ain't happy at home. Ain't happy at home every day, especially when money's tight. And the you know the funny thing is, so I'll tell a quick story, a super quick story. Hold on. I used to uh, when our money was super tight and we were pivoting, we were still trying to finish projects. So I was cleaning a house, uh, like me physically cleaning the house till like one in the morning, two in the morning. And here I am with our construction manager, I'm scrubbing floors or whatever because we couldn't afford to pay for a construction cleaner and we were trying to get to closing just to make a little money. And she was like, you, David Weekly homes don't go clean no how's that? I'm like, David Weekly homes got a lot more money than me, like, <laughs> you know. So I said, this is a moment in time. Like I'm cleaning this house now but I'm not gonna be cleaning these houses forever. It's like, we gotta get to the next hurdle. You know what I mean? And she didn't, we, we fought about that. It was like a whole thing. Cause it was like, I didn't have the budget to spend the money. And then she didn't understand the commitment of the time. And now, you know, I'm not cleaning houses, but we had to get through those moments. So in those tense moments where you're working together, it's a matter of trust. It's a matter of faith. And it's a matter of communication for sure. And commitment. It it definitely is a matter of commitment because when that's when that better or worse comes. Right. So when it gets when it's bad, when it's worse, you have to choose to stay or not stay. And people make that choice. And we chose to stay together and figure it out. And on the other end, it's beautiful. There's one moment that she going to absolutely hate me for this. Don't say anything. No, we had an argument. This was at the height of everything going bad. Cause you know, remember we had these three hour meetings with our CPA. So I'm like, I had this, you know, I had this plan. I had, and I remember, and she was pregnant at the time and everything was going to hell. And she said, I thought you had a plan. Oh my God. And when I tell you, it just hurt my heart. Cause here I am, all our eggs in this basket. Mm -hmm. 
couldn't go back to work, tried to get another job. Like, and God just kept us there. He made us like fight through that moment. And it hurt me so bad because I'm like, I didn't want to put my family in this position where we feel vulnerable. You know, if I, I had a great job, I'd love what I do, you know, made a bunch of money. So it was a moment where it was truly where our commitment was tested because she had to stay in that and I had to stay in that and you can't run from that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So years later now, it was like, man, that was probably the, the hardest moment in it. And it got much better after that, but we had to go through all those challenges to be as solid as we are now. And now it's not, if I tell her, Hey, this costs this and we got to do this. She'd be like, okay. And like, she ain't even tripping. And if I'm like, she just went to Africa for like two weeks. I was like, okay. Cause she surrounded me with the resources that when she's gone, it's still a lot, but it ain't what it would be otherwise. Mm -hmm. And we're able to bridge off each other and give each other the best version of life. Cause I like to work. I don't want to travel. I'm a, I want to build stuff. So she gives me the freedom to do that. And she wants to sell stuff, but she also wants to travel and she also wants to enjoy our life. And I give her the freedom to do that. And we have infinite trust. Our marriage is our safe space. So what do y'all do to find that balance though? Is there like, y'all have a safe word? Like, yo, look, we're not talking about this anymore. Like we're focusing on one another or like now we business mode. Like how do y'all find that balance? Mm, I don't think we have it. I don't think we have no. We We, we talk about business. Fire. Yeah, yeah, we talk about business, but we also like to talk about business. And so I've had a friend say to me like, do y'all talk about anything else? Or can we not talk about real estate? And I'm like, nah. You talking to me? We, we talking about real estate. We cannot. This is what we. This is what we do. This is what we like to do, and the people around us like to do it too. So we surround ourselves with people who enjoy what we enjoy, and we also surround ourselves with people who kind of do what we do and live a lifestyle that we live. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. So that we can talk about the things that we like to talk about. You know, the funny thing is, uh, I said this in response to that to her, if you worked and sacrificed everything to get to a certain place to do a certain thing, and now you're doing that, what else is there to talk about? Like we're living our dreams mm, right now. Right. So, you know, and that's honestly how we got to marriage and real estate for the podcast. It was, we just had an idea that real estate could change our life. And all we did was kind of go through the motions so as we met other couples along the way who say, oh, I want to do what you do. It's like, we used to sit down couples individually. So we sat down with probably 40 different couples and they all said, oh, well, we want to do what you do. And for various reasons, they either didn't or did something. And for the ones who did something, there's so much farther than the ones who didn't. 
but we saw this in like real practice because the reality of the situation is everybody has an opportunity to have their dream life, whatever version of life you want it to be. But you do have to be committed to living out that vision, right? You have to be, it's the only thing you talk about. You got to be committed in the moments whenever it's not meeting that vision that you had. Exactly. Because, you know, a bunch of stuff going to pop, Bitcoin going to pop, a bunch of stuff going to pop up. It's going to try to derail you. Exactly. So what we said is we're committed to this. We're real estate. And I'm going to do real estate 10 years from now, when somebody asks me what you're doing 20 years from now, we still going to be doing this because we're living our dream every day. And we get to work with each other living that dream every day. So we have an office and a staff and every day we show up, don't nobody have to make us go to the office. We pay the bills at the office. It's funny. I told her, I said, they couldn't beg you to get into office at your job. You're supposed to be at nine every day. You'd be at 930. Now you're at the office at eight. I can't get you to leave. Mm. And we pay for this office here. So that's the difference is when you're living your dream and when you're living in your, your calling, it's just different. It's all there is to talk about. Oh, that, that, that's deep. I like that. I kind of want to pivot to y'all and y'all podcast. When did y'all start and what made y'all start it? In 2019. Really? Was it 2019? It was. It was 2017. No, that's when we started our company, but. 2019 is when we started the podcast. 2019 is when we started the podcast. And we started the podcast because Kevin and I, we would have these conversations and be like, dang, somebody got to hear this, you know? And so it's, it was kind of like our own podcast. And then we were like, we really need to share this with people. Or we would be with other couples and we would just kind of banter between one another or give them advice. And he's like, other people should hear this. So that's when we started the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Mm. Yeah. And how's that been for y'all with, on top of, actually building and selling as well. How do y'all make that work? You know, the funny thing is we make our money doing real estate. Mm-hmm. So the podcast has always been like a passion project for mm-hmm. us, right? Uh, but over the years, we've we've taken it more and more seriously. This year, we're doing our first marriage real estate conference uh, in, in November 3rd to 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, and we could talk more about uh, that. It's but, major, yeah. Um, for us, we're living it every day, right? So it kind of, it came out of what we naturally were going to do anyway, which is the actual real estate part of it. Um, so it's almost hand in hand. We got to put it on a schedule because we won't do it other than that. But recording it, we just get to talk about what we do. Every day. It's real easy. Like, like I said, it's all we talk about. So it's really, really effortless to have the connection because we're transaction real estate every day. We're meeting people in the space every day. We have a large network of people who just do what we do. And we enjoy it. I think if you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with, what marriage and real estate does for us and we feel like does for our network is it gives you those five people that you want to be like, right? So if you say, man, I love what Kevin and Aisha are doing. I want to do that too. Well, you need to hang out with people who are doing what we're doing. And so this is really a platform and an opportunity to be around and build relationships with people who are doing what you're doing. Because if everybody around you is a millionaire, quite naturally, you'll rise to the occasion. But if you're the only millionaire in the group, not you won't necessarily go down. You just won't go any further. Mm-hmm. And so we want to surround ourselves, and we also want to give people the opportunity to surround themselves with people that are doing this in real estate and in their marriage, as opposed to you know a bunch of people sitting around talking about how they hate their husband or they hate their wives. You know what I mean?
What's up, Podcast Land? It's your boy C. Diddy, one half of the Realest Podcast ever. Are you tired of the same boring, unoriginal podcast that lack depth, originality, and substance? Well, I got a solution for you. Join us here every Monday and Thursday on Revolt Podcast Network for the Realest Podcast ever, where we bring you the best in entertainment news, fashion, sports, music reviews, politics, and street culture with a mixture of the most powerful guests that you're going to find anywhere on the internet. Join us every Monday and Thursday for the realest podcast ever. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. By having them build that legacy together, they, they're not, if you have a legacy, I think Jay said that one time, right? Like a family that doesn't have a plan, they'll fight one another. Mm-hmm. But if you have a plan to build legacy, if you are working on something together, y'all have this union, y'all have this mission, it's easier all together because y'all working towards something not just kind of together and talking about random shit all the time yeah i think that's really good though because if you are working towards something if y'all have a common goal when things come in between that you can say hold up hold up we got this big picture and so you can get over those things as opposed to you aimlessly working your job and I'm working my job and I meet Susie because she fine and she tell me that I'm a good man and you telling me I'm a bad man every day then that divergence can happen there's space for that divergence and I feel like when we have a common goal and are moving in the same direction it's it's not impenetrable but very close it's hard yeah I mean after everything I've been through with Kevin Nobody yeah, can say anything to me. It's like, real hard for a chick to like walk up and talk to me. Like we'd have been through something. I'm, like, I'm just like, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like how? How? Like, it's funny, and I I wanted to touch on what you talked about building a legacy. One of the things that we see all the time, and couples don't recognize this, most couples are way closer than they think to the financial peace or the financial freedom that they're longing for, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why everybody's kind of searching for the answer of the secret sauce. People don't recognize that if you just do what you do well, or, you know, it's the combination of three things. And I was just telling them this in the car. It's, do you enjoy what you do on a daily basis or finding something that you reasonably enjoy the people that you're around, right? And then what your plan is. Because ultimately, you could have a plan, and if you're around the wrong people, it ain't going to come to fruition, right? You could say, okay, I'm going to work this job for 10 years and invest my money, but if you absolutely hate everything you do every day, you're going to spend every waking hour trying to escape from that thing. So you have to put together kind of an ecosystem to support your success because the ecosystem, even in our down moments, we were around people who went through business and I went to my mentors. I was like, man, we're going through this. They're like, oh, you're in a great spot. In the right place. And I was like, what do you mean? I feel like I'm going through it right now. And several people who are very successful when we were in that moment were like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, you're in a real good spot. Like, that makes sense. Like, they, they understood where we were before we understood where we are. Now that we're past it, now we get it. Oh, so man. anytime somebody talks to us about their downtimes in real estate or their business, we like, oh, yeah, that's just the part where you figure stuff out mm-hmm. and get better, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you have the, if you understand that everything works out for your good, regardless of how painful it is, regardless of how hard it is, for me, I'm like, when I'm going through stuff or we're going through stuff, I'm like, dang, God must have something bomb on the other side of this because this is some bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, so, you know, it it really is whenever, and now, whenever we come across adversity, I'm like, ooh, 
that boy cooking up something good because this is really hard. Yeah. Um, and so it's in those hard moments that you learn and re or after those hard moments that you look back and go, oh, okay, I see why we had to do that. I see why I had to go through that. I see why I had to feel like I was never going to have money. I'm, everything is going to be gone. It was, it was fear. It was fake. It wasn't real. But it was what I thought was gonna happen, and it it never it didn't it didn't pan out like that. No. But you felt like it was the end of the world. Oh man, look, it, it was it was many nights. It mm -hmm. is, and now we look at couples and people when they're and we like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, now you where you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's like I I give advice to couples going through similar situations. Like you're in a good spot, and I sound like the mentors who told me that. But you do literally have to walk through the fire. Yeah, I think that that's good too. Like because being able to, to really realize what adversity is and being able to tell people like, yo, it's going to be better. Like this is just a part of the game. I think that's another thing that social media took away from people is understanding that I'm not going to say losing, but adversity is a part of the game. You have to overcome to get to the next level. And I even equate it to playing video games as like a, a young kid, right? Like, if you're playing Mario, you know the castle is going to be much harder than the regular level. Yep. But whenever you beat the castle, you get that new superpower or whatever that lets you go crazy yep. on the next one. So it's like you have to go through those hardening moments, even like championship teams, right? If, if it's a, like an 8 seed team and they go through and they really, like, come out and they get to that final, like – They've been hardened and they've faced adversity. They've seen players go down, but they see people from the bench able to step up. So now it's like, okay, we can win on any level. Yeah. Let me tell you what I heard from an investor that really changed it for me and now I got it, right? When I invest my money and somebody tells me about their story and what they're doing, if it's all win. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. In a world where everyone was forced to leave the comfort of their homes to get drinks, one hero emerged. Its name was Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. And it allowed everyone to compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits and get them delivered in under 60 minutes. All they needed to do was download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com to take destiny in their hands. Dun, dun, dun. I'm not investing with That's you. True. Let me tell you why. Because you got to lose at some point, right? And if you haven't lost yet, it's coming. And if you talk, if you listen to anybody on so anybody who tells the full story on social media, we got big wins and we got big losses, right? And I want to hear about your big wins and your big losses because if you had a big loss and I'm looking at you now and you're successful, I see that you can get through the tough times. I want to invest my money with people who've been through tough times and can get through it because it builds grit. And every entrepreneur and every investor that I know. No, we don't invest with people who haven't hit. If you haven't hit bottom or you haven't had trials and tribulation, but you just, you always hit, and I'm a million dollars, I didn't make, I didn't flip this, I didn't flip that, you're going to get real big, you're going to make the wrong decision, and it's going to come down. And I don't know how you do on the other side of that. Are you ready to that I don't, I don't know how, but if you've been through something, 
You know what I'm saying? If you if you've had adversity and you've come out of it, I'm like, okay, you know, I feel much more comfortable investing in people that have been through things than those that have. And somebody had asked us gold. When we were raising money before we went through everything we went through, I remember we had an investor and he said, Tell me a story when you've lost. Yeah. And at the time we hadn't experienced that. Mm. But we learned from another real estate investor um, who had lost big and we listened, right? He was like, he raised a bunch of private money, went through a loss, and what he did was basically pay that out over time. He made sure his investors never lost. So what we committed ourselves to is we would play the same way. Yep. So when we lost, we liquidated our portfolio, we came up off, we, we, but we made sure every single person was whole, made money, didn't lose, we lost. We did. Lost credit, we lost cash. It hurt. We still recovering from it now. But the reality of the situation is nobody with us lost. And the investor who literally had to ride out with us for two years after we paid him off, he's like, when's the next deal? Yeah. And we're like, man, we just it took two years to he's like, but I like how you, you show good faith. Yeah. You exactly. show that like, you never lost communication. You never ran away from me. Anytime I had a question, you were always there to be of assistance. Yeah, even when things didn't work out, plan you communicated that, and he respected that. Yep. And, pre- and he's a great friend now to this day. And the same thing happened with the investor who taught us because now that same investor who rode out with him when he lost big is his partner in a lending business for the last ten years. Yeah, tell me, tell me more about your losses. Uh, your wins are great. Like you can win and that's awesome. But I want to know how you overcome your losses because that's going to tell me so much more about you as a business and about my investment that I'm making in you. You see why I follow her? Because she, she just work, man. Yeah, I love it. I just get behind it and make it hot. Nah, this is this has been awesome. Um, you got something else? Uh, nah, this has been golden. Like uh, I do want to ask. So again, we kind of had that conversation. Um, but I guess I just want to ask it again to you, Kevin, like from an ego standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. As a man, you just said you follow behind your wife. Mm-hmm. Mm, they even talked about ASAP Rocky recently. Oh, New Orleans, the ASAP Rocky thing. Y'all, have y'all seen that? Yeah. Uh, like the, the, the cover. Saying, yeah. Where they're like, oh, it's the effeminization of black men, and all this other stuff, right? With you saying something like that, as a man, how do you, I guess, not let it affect your ego in a sense? So let me ask a question. If we were in forest mm-hmm. and one person had a map, who are you gonna follow? Person with the map. Person with the map. So she led me to my dream. Call me Dora. Right? <laughs> so the other situation is I still lead the household. I still lead the effort. I still make the decision to push us forward in that direction. But ultimately, she can see clearer than I can see. She can see me in a way that I can't see me. So she could see what I'm capable of. She could go, the only reason we have a business, I started my first construction company when I was 19. I shut it down because it was too hard to pay the bills and pay everybody else. So I went and I worked with somebody else, somebody else's plan, right? So only reason I went back into business was because she had a better plan. And I had, she said, oh, you're building $100 million for somebody else. We can build a couple million for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, they raising $10 million. We can raise a couple million for ourselves. Now she, she'll be honest. She ain't gonna do it. 
she going to give me the play and I'm going to run the ball. But why the quarterback can't listen to the coach? Quarterback lead the team? <laughs> Damn. That's a fact. That's a bar. So, I don't, ain't no ego in that. Anymore. Like, well, that's true. That's true. In, in my moments in 2019, that was, that's where I messed up. It was the ego. Because when I got feeling myself is when I made mistakes. Because I was thinking that it was from me. And it wasn't from me. It was from the union. It was from the union. Mm. It's always us. When we've tried to do things separately, it don't work. Don't. It only works when we one mind. So that's that same way that double blessings works. It's negative the other way. When you operate outside of the blessings, God don't shine on that. So the reality of the situation is I stay in the pocket because the easiest way to make sure that we're going where I ultimately want to go. I want the better life. I want to, you know, provide these things for my family. So I got to follow the map and I'm going to follow the person with the map. She ain't driving the car. She just telling me where to go. What's wrong with that? Like people get so caught up in thinking that you got to be the man in every single aspect of life. You got to have a plan. You got to have the execution. You got to be good with money. You got to whatever. God builds people with different skills for different reasons. Right. If I was so good with money, I would have been good with money before I met her. It's a fact. That wasn't true. Right. If I was that dude, I would have been that dude and we never would have met. So all these people get caught up trying to be the dude when you weren't that dude before you met her. How you that dude now? Like be the best partner you can so you can have the best life that you can. You know, I got a friend, his wife's a doctor. She going to be the doctor, make the money. He got to go run the play. Like she make more money than him, but that don't hurt his feelings. He running the plate. Amazing real estate investor. Buying properties left and right. Bought his wife a car for Christmas, this and that. Why? Because she's stabilizing the household and he's leveraging off that W-2 to go grow it. He like, look, you bring it home, I'm going to make it shake. I'm going to grow it, yeah. And that's how it's the power of partnership. Mm-hmm. And it don't have to be more than that. But people want, the ego is what keeps men from growing to where they are. A man is nothing without a woman. That's just the reality of the situation. You better. You some, but you, never, but you, you, you some, but you a lot better. Here's the thing. Give a man responsibility, sacrifice, circumstance, he becomes a much better man than he would be. Mm. There's a lot of brothers out here just chilling on somebody's couch or somebody's floor. But let them get a baby or let them get a good woman, they change their whole life. Like, I've spent my entire life as a parent and married. I was divorced for nine months. I met her. I got basically remarried. Got him. She said, Doc, like the Nike like app. Nike <laughs> Sorry, Dad. So, I don't know. I, I think as a community, we need to get back to what made us strong in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's a sense of family. We're not meant to be independent. We're meant mm. to be interdependent as a society. You know, we couldn't be here today without the person who had the space. You had the car to drive, the mics, the man on the view. We all need each other. You know, the relationship through Nikki. Exactly. So we can't silo. We need the other couples that we're around because when we were low, we needed their insight. We need it the same way it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to live life, to survive it. It's too hard other than that. So at the end of the day, I'm going to follow the person with the map. 
and the map is going to lead us to our dreams. And mm. I just want to get to my dream. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, Kevin and Aisha, we're going to pivot into the last few questions of the show. I know we got to get y'all out of here. We got to get y'all out of here so y'all can keep on rocking the road. The show don't stop, y'all. They be out here doing the day. Yeah, she was just on the call. Yeah, we going to be here. Just wait a minute. Let's stay for 11. That's what we do. Yes, sir. So my question I want to ask to y'all, my favorite question is, what's a personal finance principle y'all live by that y'all are using to ensure your wealth? Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for based on cox analysis of ookla speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details in the drawing room a group of suspects gathered the detective has solved the mystery ladies and gentlemen the butler did it. <laughs> You'll never catch me. The butler darted to his getaway car. But what he didn't know is this is a Nissan sales event ad. Wait, what? And his car is no match for the detective's Nissan Rogue or its standard VC turbo engine. Save on one of your own at the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Get a low $2.99 per month lease on Rogue. Availability is limited. Shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com today. For well-qualified customers subject to NMAC credit approval, take from new dealer stock. See dealer for financing details. $39.69 initial payment for 36 months on 2023 Rogue S all-wheel drive. Excludes tax, title, license, and $650 acquisition fee. Disposition fee due at lease end. Call 1-888-858-8319 for offer details. Ends 4-3-23. Whoa. Okay, a personal finance that we live by that we use to ensure our will. I think we have a bunch of them, but you know what? Yeah. You know what I'll say, and I think this is relevant to uh, the audience of married people, right? We did, we got insur- insured oh, yeah. while That's we true. were employed, right? And so right before we left our jobs, we like super upped our insurance game. So we got a couple of, that's a hack that people don't know. Like people jump out into entrepreneurship before securing the insurance bag because insurance is based on your income, income, right? And so we got insured at the income that we were before uh, we left our jobs. Mm. Yeah. Like. So mine would be most people and generational wealth is such a buzzword, but without substantial income, it's very hard to generate any kind of wealth. That's a fact. So most folks need to concentrate on income, maximize your income, and then get smarter, right? So probably knowledge and income would be the two, because before we ever invested it out, we had to learn how. And I see a lot of people these days who say a lot of buzzwords, generational wealth, and financial freedom and whatever, but you actually have to learn this stuff because real estate is nothing but tools. If you don't know how to use them, I could hand you a bag of tools, but if you don't know how to actually turn a wrench, it doesn't matter. You use it like a hammer. So you actually (laughs) need to know what you want to do and how to do it. Learn that first. Yeah. Um, And then maximize your income and then invest and then build from there so that you're not Behind the AGL. 
Mm, I love it. So I got three quick questions. My first question for both of you. Are you frugal or are you a flexer? I'm a flexer. Well, flexer in what way? However, however, whatever you consider as flexing, if you like to flex on the newest gadgets, if you like to buy shoes, if you like to go trap, whatever you feel like is flexing to so you. So my flex is my wife. And so if you see her, you see me. I'm a super simple cat. I like to build stuff. But you see my wife. Hey, this is a smart man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> smart man. <laughs> I'm a frugal flex, but but he keeps me. I'm a because I I mean because we got it. So but <laughs> you're frugal. I'm a I'm a frugal. I'm probably the problem. You, I'm a frugal flex, and I'll say that to say like I like nice things, and he definitely adorns me in nice things. I don't necessarily need it, no. but if you can, then why not? Yeah, she don't care about stuff. But you won't see me on the internet popping my stuff like yeah, you. Do. I I got it. I'm like, T.O., what did, no, <laughs> Terrell Owens, no. What was the one who said he bought his earrings? Oh, he bought his earrings from, from Claire's because you know he got it? I'm like that. <laughs> I, in that like, role with it. I'm like that. I like property. I like building businesses. That's the fun part for me. I just like the deal. So I don't care about. Nah, he don't care about that. Okay. Second question. What are you guys doing to actually build that wealth but pass it down to your children after you guys are gone? So a couple of different things. Business ownership is the biggest thing that people really don't like an underlying business. And I say this all the time. Investments are cool. Jobs are cool. But most people who built wealth in this country do it through business ownership and real estate. But how you do it matters. Right. So our biggest vehicle, of course, is our biggest our business. Our biggest investment is our business and putting that in place so that we do have not only a business, but also the foundations of business for our children is the huge thing. The biggest impact we've seen in our household is as we've changed our life, it's changed the dynamic of our entire family. And I don't just mean our household, cousins, parents. My mom called me the other day. She's like, I want to buy a rental property. She's retired. She never had a rental property in her life. But the reality of the situation is seeing people do it is infectious. Mm -hmm. That's how you break the mold be the example, right? So us operating in this space has broken a lot of molds within our family already. Of course, we'll be there for our children, wills, trust, insurance is a huge part of that. Uh, making sure that we maximize insurance, being very, very heavy on how you insure yourself and make sure that not only it's a, it's a wealth transfer vehicle, right? So how you put insurance and not in expecting our children to run our businesses after us. Yeah. Right. So a lot of businesses fail probably in the second or third generation because it gets lost. That grit gets lost. And so building our business so that if the kids do want to run the business, they can. But if not, this business lives beyond us for them. If our children know how to be board members and know how to make decisions, they'll be. Right. Mm, that's good. That's good. My last one you touched on it is, do y'all have life insurance? So yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, a bunch. Of course. Well, <laughs> got this really women down. Let me let me well, explain that secret secret. You, uh, can, you can. Oh, super quick. Okay. Two minutes. So, before you leave your job, for anybody thinking about leaving your jobs, you get substantially less insurance once you leave your job because they base it off your income, especially W two. They'll give you three times your income in life insurance if you're employed. Self-employed is at a higher rate and they give you less coverage. So get your insurance before you leave your job. Get death and disability before you leave your job. Get 
health insurance through, here's the true plug, QuickBooks has a marketplace similar to Obamacare. You get regular insurance, almost like Blue Cross Blue Shield. Like literally like your job. I like never you knew that. Yeah. QuickBooks. If you use QuickBooks for your business, they have a marketplace for it. It changed our life. Our CPA put us onto that. Because a lot of times entrepreneurs are chasing the feeling of a W two job that, man, I can go put my insurance card, take my kids to the doctor. Put that into your business, right? QuickBooks helps with that. Huh. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Definitely needed that one. I appreciate that. Good, man. It's a Kevin, game changer. Aisha, I do appreciate y'all joining us on the show today. Amazing. Um, before we let y'all go, can y'all please just let our audience know how they can tap into y'all show, where they can follow y'all. If they, if they want to them, them, me too. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, how can they get in contact? Ooh, let's see. Uh, you got it? Wow. Marriageandrealestate.com, at marriageandrealestate on Instagram. Aisha Shelton, Kevin Shelton. And truly, if you follow us on social, you'll see what we do and also the inventory that we have available. So if you're looking to invest or be an investor, we love coaching people through that. We have opportunities for that as well. But really, I think we are the brand. And so follow us and you'll get all the information. And you'll see us through real estate. AishaShelton.com for the Aisha Shelton team. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy or sell in the Houston area. Uh, com for our conference for 2023. We're excited about this conference. We got to get you guys out in November. Yeah, I uh, live here now. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at the road in Dallas. So, we're pulling up. Yeah, you'll be yeah. here. Because it'll be, we are about couples learning how to use real estate to maximize their life. Uh, she created this planet called Dream Life. What was it? Mm-hmm. Design Your Life? Design Life, yeah. Design Life. And it became essentially the foundation for how we changed our life. And we changed our stars by very regular things in real estate. So, you know, I think everybody has the ability to do that. We know countless stories of people who created amazing lives, built wealth and everything, just regular folks who work jobs and buy real estate. So we want to give that opportunity for folks through our experience. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Y'all make sure y'all tap into them. Make sure you're, if you're a couple, y'all go to that uh, conference. November 3rd. November 3rd. November 3rd. Maybe you might be single. You might find your wife or your husband. Too. We opened up to singles. So if you want to get married, you want to just get the information. You can step into the game the right way. Right. Yeah. right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So, again, thank y'all so much for joining us. Um, before we get up out of here, guys, a few house cleaning items. As always, leave that five-star rating and review for your boys. Uh, it definitely helps us continue to grow the show. Y'all make sure y'all tap in, leave a review, let us know what y'all want to learn about. Uh, also, if you're a business owner, you're looking to get funding. We've partnered up with our, our people at You Leverage Capital, man. I got Malik. Uh, go to blackwealthrenaissance.com slash leverage today and uh, fill out that short form and book an assessment today. Free 15 minute assessment. All right. Uh, you got anything for me? Nah, man. That's it. All right, well, until next time, people, this is Black Wealth Renaissance. Sign out. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Get ready, because Scott's is taking over Daylight Saving Time. It's such a big event that we're calling it Daylong Saving Time. And now it's got real savings. In fact, it's the biggest deals of the year. Audacious? Absolutely. So don't wait. Stock up early and you'll be able to save up to $20 on Scott's Triple Action and Easy Seed products today at the Home Depot and Lowe's. Offers available March 9th through 22nd at select U.S. stores. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See store for exact offers. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. If you're a fan of authentic interviews with legendary artists and notable people in the culture, subscribe to the Holding Court Podcast. See, we a show that cover artist interviews, hip-hop culture, lifestyle, and current topics. Huh. We got the D-Boys and the B-Boys. See, ACP is where the streets and black excellence meet, and is brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.